Astrix. Welcome back to another episode of Ad Aster. For those that are just tuning in, the youth-led podcast of the literary magazine Astrolit is focused on cross-cultural connections within the writing world. I'm Emma, and today I'm here with Daisy, a new editor and podcast team member. We're super excited to have you join us. Daisy, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah. Hi, I'm Daisy. Uh, I am currently a college student. Um, my favorite animals are octopuses, and I'm very excited for today's episode. Yay! We're super excited for you to be here, and I love that so much. Today, we'll be talking about U.S.-based writing competitions, Plastic, Bennington, and Young Arts. And before that, I just want to give a quick spiel because it's competition season. It's stressful. It's horrible. Everyone of course, wants to win and everyone should deserve to win. But writing is so much more about just competing. And I've known that personally, I was super, super into competing. I just felt like I read every single winning piece out there to try to like make my writing fit that style. But ultimately, I learned that it's so much more meaningful to write what you actually want to say. And then even when you do win, the message that you put out there is the message that you really want to put into the world. So don't let competition culture define you too much. It's there to uplift people. So make your writing as you as possible. And if competitions don't like that, then competitions can go cry in a corner because you'll (laughs) still have your really cool writing. And that's way better than any prize could ever give you. Absolutely. Uh, I have another quick disclaimer, which is that we know our audience is international, uh, and the majority of the competitions we're going to talk about today are based in the United States. But don't worry, we are already planning another episode where we are covering competitions that aren't based in the U.S., so stay tuned. (laughs) The first competition we're covering today is Bennington Young Writers Awards. And what's actually really cool, and this kind of exception to our previous comment, is that Bennington actually does accept international submissions. The first place winner in each category is awarded $1,000, the second place is awarded $500, and the third place winners receive $250. There's no entry fee, all entries must be original work though, and you must get approved by a high school teacher. The categories we can submit in are poetry, fiction, nonfiction, and Aside from just the monetary prizes, there's also scholarships if you want to enroll in Bennington. The description will have more details on that. Now let's hear from Joanna about her experience with Bennington. Hello, my name is Joanna Liu. Um, You can call me Anna or Joanna. And I was a 2022 to 23 winner in the Bennington Young Writers Awards for Creative Nonfiction. Uh, So the piece I wrote was called Diagnosis of Spinal Lateral Curvatures. It discusses a medical condition I have, which is called scoliosis. And it's based on the premise of how I used my scoliosis as a method of kind of questioning and then unearthing my family's history. Because in the very beginning, I was told that it was... Although it's often genetically caused, I was like the first one to have it, only to find out when I digged back that there was a sort of unearthed history of spinal conditions in my family. I wrote this piece, I think, in October or September, like like a month or two before it was due. I finished I finished drafting it at like 11 beforehand, so maybe don't do that, but... 
overall, it was a pretty fluid experience. Actually, I started writing it as a poem, but once I found a form that kind of fit it better, which was creative nonfiction, and then specifically using the structure of a spinal curve to kind of center、uh, the piece around that idea of a spinal curve and the five components of one, it helped me like write and generate my ideas a lot faster. And I submitted the night before, and I got an email in March or so.、Uh, as for my advice, so I think I spoke on this briefly just now, but one of the things that was most informative to my writing experience was experimentation.、Um, when I was reading through Bennington's past pieces, I noticed they had a focus on students' works or writers' works who would go beyond the structure of a traditional story. And seek to tell, perhaps a story with themes that we have seen before, but that is subverted or presented in a new way. And my biggest advice for that is to not simply put structure in for the sake of structure, but find a structure that suits the function of the piece. It is not an additional component; it is a integral part of the piece, and furthermore, an additive one. So, to give an example for my piece. I chose the structure of a spinal curve. It took a couple of tries, but eventually I settled on this idea of splitting it up into the different components of a spine, and then moving down different moments in my family's history until we reach this muddled bottom of sorts, which has no location, is centered around no character, and is kind of supposed to represent this collective consciousness. There's a lot of ways to interpret. The final section, which is like a sentence, but um, and with that being said, like TLDR, I'd say my greatest advice is to really have fun with form. Make sure it's not just something you're adding into, like oh, they see them playing with form. You only should be like working with form if you feel like it's aiding your piece, if it's making it more confusing, or it's not adding to the thematic end per se of the piece. Then you might need to experiment with a different structure, and of course, previous winners are always a great reference as to how have people done this in the past. I've seen hermit crab essays on there, which are basically pieces written in the form of a multiple choice test or a recipe or some、uh, similar thing. So I would definitely check that out if you need a starting point. Anything else? And I'll just leave with this small story. I don't know where else I'd tell this, but basically, my first year submitting, I was probably a freshman or a sophomore. I was writing about Elon Musk. My writing in freshman and sophomore year wasn't very good. I was writing about Elon Musk for some reason. Pre Elon Musk is canceled slash his crazy Twitter takeover. So I guess. Um, something that I found out about myself when I went to look at these old pieces is that I think I used to be a STEM kid slash I used to really stand Elon Musk. Both of those are really horrible things to do, and I would highly advise against doing them.、Um, being a STEM kid and liking Elon Musk. Anyways, good luck submitting to Bennington. Don't let the competition define you.、Um, There's so many other ways to excel in the writing world beyond this one specific competition. There's other competitions. There's publications and journals, and there's so much more.
You just submit to Aster Lip, by the way. Well, that was delightful. <laughs> that was. Thank you so much. I, I will definitely take the advice to heart. I also, yeah, I, I especially... I've actually read Joanna's piece and it's really interesting. We love you, Joanna. And I do know, notice that Bennington plays with form a lot. I think kind of so does Young Arts. Um, Suclastic feels a lot more straightforward, but we'll talk about that later. But um, that was a very, very interesting intro to our personal thoughts from winners. Any thoughts, Daisy? Yeah, I thought it was really neat. I really enjoyed listening to it. Uh, I took away two things. One was the form that you were talking about, especially the not just playing with form for the sake of it, but actually integrating it into the piece in a way that's meaningful. And also, I want to point out in that same vein of like competitions don't define you, uh, that Joanna was talking about how she submitted multiple times. And so she didn't win, it sounds like, on her first time submitting. So keep that in mind if you're submitting to competitions. <laughs> yeah, I didn't win my first time doing Cyclastic either, So, which we'll talk about later, but definitely. And I have heard of like the poem that she was talking about that's multiple choice, that's a multiple choice test. It was like Li Bai, which is like a Chinese person that like now Duan Wujie is about which is like the like Dragon Boat Festival and how he like jumped into the river and it was like four different scenarios and you had to pick one and it was really cool I'll probably also link that I want to read that now yes (laughs) awesome so the second competition we're talking about today is the Young Arts Writing Competition this is unfortunately not open to international students uh in order to apply you must either be a U.S. citizen, a permanent resident slash green card recipient, or have the ability to demonstrate that you are legally able to receive taxable income in the United States. Applicants must also be in grades 10 through 12 or 15 to 18 years of age by December 1st of the year that you're applying. If you're selected as winner, this also must be your first time attending National Young Arts Week. I will elaborate on in a moment. But uh, Young Arts actually has 10 artistic disciplines that they accept submissions from, but today we're focusing on the writing discipline. Uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> and within the writing discipline, there are six submission categories. There's creative nonfiction, novel, play or script, poetry, short story, and spoken word. In terms of awards, Young Arts award winners have ongoing access to the Young Arts Post, a private online portal that allows artists to connect, share their work, and discover fellowships, residencies, wellness resources, micro-grants, and additional financial support. That was quoted directly from their website. Uh, And there are two variants of the awards. There's the Young Arts Award, in which winners receive a monetary award of $250, there's like three tiers or something and merit honorable mention and then the uh, finalists, which I think Daisy is going to talk about a bit later. But yeah, they have like increasing levels of money awards. Awesome. Yeah. And then there's the Young Arts Award with Distinction, also known as Young Arts Finalists. So another quote from the website, winners at this level are invited to participate in National Young Arts Week and will have their work further evaluated for cash awards of up to $10,000. Award winners with distinction who attend National Young Arts Week and meet the eligibility requirements are also considered for nomination to the U.S. Presidential Scholars Program. Uh, So the 2024 Young Arts application closes October 13th, 2023 at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. If you want to learn more from the website about these requirements, you can head to their website at youngarts.org slash competition. (laughs) 
So now we are going to hear from Emily, Kate, and David on their experiences with Young Arts. Hi, I'm Emily Pickering, and I was a 2023 Young Arts National Finalist in Creative Nonfiction. For this category, Young Arts wanted a portfolio of two pieces, and the piece of mind that they chose to display at Young Arts Week was called Speak, a story about growing up with a sister with special needs and about language and identity. The applying process was very difficult, but also just really introspective for me. Both of my pieces were very personal, and I put together that portfolio. I submitted in both creative nonfiction and poetry, actually, and they ended up picking my creative nonfiction. I sent in the portfolio and I heard back from them within a month. And no matter how much you think you prepare, still getting the phone call officially confirming I was a finalist was a really special moment for me. Just because the application process is so rigorous, it requires you to send in your very best work, which can be really hard to judge by yourself. I had many people read my writing and ultimately the piece that they picked, I was really proud of. I think it represented myself and a unique viewpoint that I had. For younger people applying, my biggest advice would be to not get discouraged. This was my second year applying to Young Arts and I applied in two categories and only heard back in one. Literary competitions are really difficult. It's hard to know exactly what Young Arts is looking for. But my advice would be to submit the work that you feel best represents you. Young Arts does tend to lean more towards identity-based work, but that could also just include work that has a unique perspective, work that couldn't possibly have been written by anyone else. I was worried my pieces were too personal or too raw and not polished enough, but Young Arts ended up loving them. I really think if you dropped your writing on the floor, someone should pick it up and be able to identify that voice as yours. And that would be my biggest tip for the creative nonfiction category. For writing in general, I would just send the work that you love, send the work that is your favorite piece, because honestly, your passion for it will shine through. Young Arts Week was so special. There were about 20 national finalists in writing and 150 national finalists overall. Since we were all spending a week together in Miami, it started off with everyone getting to meet each other and I got to explore so many disciplines and different artistic mediums that I really just didn't know that much about. Overall, the writing aspect of Young Arts Week was the most exciting. We got to take different master classes and get to meet artists like Richard Blanco, a former US Poet Laureate, Overall, I would say that the week was focused a little less on workshopping and more on masterclasses, exploring creativity, and speaking to guest artists about professional careers in the arts and life after Young Arts. There really is no other words to describe Young Arts Week other than life-changing. Everyone says that it's on the website, but it truly was such an amazing experience, especially every night when we would take a bus to the New World Center and watch disciplines from dance to voice to jazz perform. It was, it was incredible seeing the best artists in the country just show why they love their craft. That was the best part of Young Arts Week. I love all of the people I met there. And I think even if you don't think you have a chance, you should still apply. I really wasn't sure what the outcome was going to be for me, but I applied and I didn't know what Young Arts Week was going to be like, but I went and it ended up really changing my life. So I would recommend this competition to anyone. It's my favorite of all the literary competitions I've taken part in and I've taken part in many. And I'm really looking forward to 2024 and 2025 and seeing what the next batch of Young Arts winners looks like. Hi, my name is Kate Choi and I was a 2021 national finalist for Young Arts in Playwriting. Young Arts National finalists are all invited to a one-week workshop called Young Arts Week and this usually takes place in Miami at the headquarters 
But because I won during 2021, during COVID, I actually had my week online over Zoom. And that was still really cool because we were all mailed fun young arts packages with merch, notebooks, books from our teachers and our guest speakers. And we also got some high-tech audio recording equipment since we were going to be recording our pieces for the final showcase. So that was cool because we also got to keep everything after Young Arts. There were about 20 of us there for different genres and teachers for each genre. So we'd have whole group exercises and workshops led by the teachers. And then we'd also have smaller genre-specific workshops. And we also had guests come on like Edwidge Nanticat who came and spoke to us on Zoom and a few others. Everyone wrote new work that week. We workshopped it all together. It was so fun and supportive. Everybody was really excited to each other's work. And after outside of workshop hours, there were also opportunities to socialize with each other over Zoom and virtual spaces. So that was really cool and such a gratifying experience. I still see people from my Young Arts cohort all the time. And talking to the people who participated in the years coming after me, who were actually there in person for Young Arts Week in Miami. I know that they also formed close and amazing bonds with artists across all kinds of disciplines. One of the really exciting and unique things about Young Arts as a writing competition is that it also supports other disciplines of art like dance and music. So you just get to interact with such a range of talents at Young Arts Week and similar Young Arts events across the country. So that is just so exciting and I really highly encourage you to take part in it. My number one piece of advice is definitely submit even if you don't think you'll get it. You truly never know what a judge is going to find beautiful or surprising or interesting in a work that you've written. And sometimes we get so lost in our own words that we can't see the forest for the trees. So take a chance on your writing, have others read it if you want that extra feedback and that's definitely super valuable. Submit no matter what you think your chances are, because even if you don't get the result you're hoping for, you learn a lot from the process of really applying in the first place. Taking that piece seriously from the beginning, really workshopping it and revising it and working through it with a goal like Young Arts in mind, that is a process that will help you when you're submitting to anything later on, even something like college applications or other writing competitions. My second piece of advice is don't cater to what you think judges will want to read because I don't think there is a certain type of piece that will be appreciated in Young Arts over another. There is just so much diversity in the subject matter and the form of the pieces that won in my year. My advice is just write good work because judges will appreciate good work. Also, please don't wait to press submit because I did and that is a fun but stressful story. Uh, the day of my application, I was in such a panic because I had waited until the very, very last day, day of the deadline, to submit. And that was really terrible because Young Arts knows, and they will tell you on their website, don't submit right before the deadline because everybody is rushing to the website on that time. Your website will stop working, and it did stop working for me. And it ended up taking at least two days, maybe even more, to process my submission even though I clicked submit before the deadline. And so I had been so stressed about that. I thought that maybe I would just give up altogether because at a point I was looking at the loading bar, inching forward or completely frozen and thinking, I don't know if this is worth it because I truly thought I didn't have a shot. But that just goes to show again, submit your piece no matter what you think your chances are. And... Also, don't wait to press submit.
a second story is just that because it was over Zoom and it was based in the U.S., I was in Seoul at the time and another person in the cohort was in Taiwan. So we were both struggling with the time difference a little bit. It was kind of funny because there we were in the wee hours of dawn and one time I did oversleep and missed the workshop happening at two in the morning. It was a little bit difficult at the time, to be honest, but looking back, it's just such a beautiful memory because we were just there writing in the twilight blue hours of dawn and that was just so, so wonderful and such a hazy but lovely memory to look back on. Hello, my name is David Chen and I was a 2022 Young Arts Merit winner in Creative Nonfiction and a 2023 Young Arts Honorable Mention winner in Creative Nonfiction. So all of my pieces dealt a lot with relationships, specifically relationships to my parents, uh, my mother and my father. Um, and specifically how my experiences and identities have influenced my relationships and how I've played a role in uh, altering the relationships that I have. Um, but I was only able to apply three times. And the first year I submitted two things and, you know, didn't win anything. Um, the second year I submitted uh, two more creative nonfiction pieces, um, not really ho not really believing that I would win, but then I did get an email saying that I was a merit winner and I was super duper excited. And then the third year was definitely the most stressful year because I knew it was my last year, I was a senior and I had gotten um, merit the year before. So there was a lot of expectations for me on myself and my parents on me, just because writing hasn't been something that they've always encouraged. So I was very nervous about my senior year submission. Um, I didn't end up getting finalists, but I did get a, an honorable mention. Um, and the way I've kind of improved, according to Young Arts, is kind of what ended up making the most difference to me. Although I was, of course, disappointed in the moment. Um, yeah, uh, participating. Um, of course, it's always stressful just because it is, you know, a literary competition and just like, you know, Scholastics or any of the other writing competitions, you know that they're selective and it always feels good to be recognized. And people have always called Young Arts the organization, like especially the Young Arts winners. They always said that Young Arts was the organization that made them realize that they could do art for a living. And, you know, I wish that was also what it did for me. Um, of course, Young Arts did encourage me to continue pursuing creative writing, but it definitely didn't have that kind of same effect. I'm also just like in general really grateful for like what Young Arts has given me because it does it has given me a lot of opportunities already. And I know that it will continue to give me opportunities as long as I seek them going forward in the future. So I do really appreciate that. Um, and I know that Young Arts was life changing for a lot of people and it was life changing for me as well in the sense that it convinced me to continue pursuing the arts, even though it didn't necessarily convince me to, you know, do art for a living, for example. In terms of advice, I would definitely say that this is a great opportunity and that you should because an application sent is better than an application unsent. I would say be true to yourself and be true to your craft and that Young Arts at least in my experience, does truthfully recognize a unique style. The reason I'm saying this is because in my experience submitting to literary journals, for example, 
Um, typically, I find that magazines for creative nonfiction really, really prefer flowery language. And I tend to do that less in my writing. So definitely don't be afraid to apply. Yeah, anything else? Fun stories? I would say that when they asked for my anthology piece, they actually asked for one uh, a piece that I had submitted in my first year. So I thought that was kind of funny just because um, it was a piece that I, you know, literally thought they thought wasn't good, but apparently they liked it. That was delightful. I loved hearing from everyone. A few things that really stuck out to me with Emily, when she was talking about how other people read her writing before she submitted it, I think that's really neat because it shows there's a level of editing process and getting other people's opinions to figure out which pieces of work you want to submit. But especially when she was saying like the most important part is to send in the work you love. I think that's a general theme that we've been seeing is that the process of writing should be the important part, not the result you send to competitions. Yeah, I agree. And I really like the bit about if you pick up your piece off the floor, you should be able to know that someone should be able to know that it's yours. Yeah. And definitely don't wait until the last minute. I've done that on way too many things. And it's incredibly stressful, especially like my computer like randomly starts like hissing and it gets like really, really warm. And then all the tabs start freezing like one by one. And it's the most stressful thing ever, which probably says something about how chaotic my brain is. But also just don't don't do that. Be organized. (laughs) yeah I will say this applies beyond literary competitions as someone who has applied to college don't wait until the day of set your deadline a few days before like just for everything not just literary competitions yeah and it's so cool hearing about what you guys chose to write about it's like a lot of it's very inspirational and I think a lot of it does explore what David was kind of talking about like your interactions between other people what like those interactions and connections really mean which is kind of like all of human experience so that works out well and I wish luck to everyone that's going to submit to Young Arts. Yeah good luck everyone it's going to be great. (laughs) And next, we'll talk a bit bit about Scholastic. So the requirements, um, unlike Bennington, everyone must reside within the U.S. or U.S. territories, military bases, or Canada. There's a lot of different sections. There's critical essay, dramatic script, flash fiction, journalism, humor, novel writing, personal essay, and memoir, which is my genre. Um, (laughs) Poetry, science fiction, and fantasy, short story, writing portfolio, which is only for graduated seniors. And... Scholastic has like a whole different catalog of awards on the regional level. You can win gold keys, silver keys, honorable mentions. You can be nominated for American Voice nominee and American Visions nominee. And on the national level, you can get a gold medal, a silver medal, um, an American Voices and Visions award, best in grade or portfolio. There's a lot of different scholarships and there's a lot of other benefits and programs like they have the National Student Poets Program. If you win, you, you might also be able to apply for a scholarship either to your college if they're like in partners or to a lot of like summer creative programs. And there's also a lot of publications and exhibitions. And if you win on a national level or like a national distinction level, you also get to go to New York. And it's not like the expenses are fully paid, but it, there are a lot of discounts on things. And you get to go to a ceremony at Carnegie Hall where there's a lot of really cool guest speakers and attend workshops. Um, and it's just a really fun experience, especially because it's in New York. 
And unlike the other contests, it doesn't really have a formal deadline. It varies based on your region, but it's usually early December-ish. So keep your eyes out for that when it's early December. You guys already know me, but I'm Emma again, and I was a 2022 Cyclastic Best in Grade and Gold Medal winner in Personal Essay and Memoir. So my piece was about, it was a series of letters all kind of functioning under one letter as like writing to the terrified versions of myself because it's done from this quote by Ocean Wong, um, something along the lines of, I often find myself writing to the terrified versions of myself. And it started from just like one piece. And then I kind of just like did so many before and after that. And it kind of talked about what a story really means. Like the act of writing is kind of writing your story again and again. But what does it mean when you want your story to be more vibrant, when you want your story to be more impactful? Um, what does it mean for a story to be authentic? And this is layered with like events that have been very, very influential in my life and have um, really like became my kind of coming of age story so it's like the coming of age story versus how to tell the coming of age story um, written through letters to myself and participating New York was really cool and it was really fun and it wasn't really it wasn't super planned Young Arts is a whole week so Classic is like two three-ish days there's like random workshops that you can go to you'll just like see people like hanging around the hotel it's not super organized, but if you know people that are going or if you run into someone, definitely ask if they have friends that are also going to be there. And that's kind of what I did. So we formed like a kind of group-ish and we called each other like the golden girls, which is kind of cute because we had like golden medals. So it was, yeah. Um, and that's I also really met- cute. <laughs> Thank you. And I also met Liz there, which is Asterlit alum. If Liz is listening, we love you, Liz. And my fa- one of my favorite memories was we had to go to this like breakfast reception for like the um, scholarship winners and there was like these little tiny jams they were like 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 the like length of like half your finger like tiny little jams and we like stole a bunch of them and just like ran around New York like holding our jams and it was kind of fun um and overall it was just pretty cool because it was New York and it was my first time and meeting just a lot of really cool people like I still see them on my Instagram and I'm just like oh my god I you're so amazing I actually can't believe we were in the same room at one point in time but um definitely as for advice also I think Cyclastic really likes really really raw pieces so don't be afraid to like literally cry onto a Google Doc and then submit it um they really really care about authenticity and cultural stories etc but very very identity and emotion based so definitely throw out emotion and like everyone said just embrace who you are and the stories you want to tell and I really do think it'll work out for you that's so cool (laughs) some other quick contests uh, that we also want to mention because they're really cool are the Nancy Thorup um, Poetry Contest. I think the deadline is October 31st. Um, Princeton Lewis Center also has the Leonard Al Milberg 59 High School Poetry Prize um, and also the 10-minute play contest that's for high school juniors only and it'll open early 2024. Columbia College Chicago has their Young Writers Competition and at least in 2021, the deadline was January 31st. So um, expect around that. And the adroit prizes also happens around spring. 
we um, wish you the best of luck with applying to these competitions. <laughs> yes, me too. And like we've been saying, like the entire episode, write what you want to write, submit because you love it and you just want to share your work. It's really just a way to, I think the best part is just getting to know other writers. The best part of going to these programs is just realizing there's so many people that care about craft, that care about everyone's voices and just having these like fun little moments. Um, it really characterizes the whole writing journey because most of the time we're just alone in our rooms writing on our laptops at 3 a.m. So the flip side of that. <laughs> um, exactly. And don't stop writing either. Re regardless of whether or not you get into these different competitions, no matter what the outcome can still be to continue to write. Like if you don't get into a competition, still continue to write. Because if you do get into a competition, it's one and done. We see with Young Arts Week and Scholastic that there are more workshops and more people to talk to and more things. It's all a way to develop the craft. It's just not, it's not just winning an award and being done with it. So it's all about writing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And for Cyclostic, I actually had like a whole crisis after I won because I felt like I didn't want to keep submitting for the sake of submitting. I wanted to focus more on my craft, which is really hard because the teen writing world is very, very fast paced. And I kind of yeah. felt like if I was being too emotional and like pieces that I was submitting for contests, then it was like exploiting part of myself for a contest. But really, <laughs> <laughs> like we just need to step back sometimes. We just need to like go into our mental cabin in the woods and just sit alone and write what we really want to write. And ultimately that is what makes us us because our writing stems from our experiences from our thoughts and every and even if a contest doesn't recognize your work it has made you who you are it is a part of who you are and I think that's a really beautiful thing to be able to reflect and make really cool things out of that so yay Thank you so much, Asterix, for listening to this episode. It really couldn't have been possible without you. For more, follow us on Instagram at aster.lit, A-S-T-E-R dot T-L-I-T. And check out our website, asterlit.org, for transcripts and more. Subs for issue 10, Lacuna, are open until November 15th. Thank you so much for listening once again. And all the relevant links and descriptions um, are going to be in the description. So feel free to check down there for any more information. Lastly, feel free to DM us or contact us with any information. We'd be super happy to talk to you. And we're really looking forward to hearing your voices and continuing our journey into the stars. Mm -hmm.